Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Dana Olivo, the CEO of Market Atomy Academy, which I'm sure we'll get to hear a lot more about, and I'm excited to have her on. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for inviting me, Timothy. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. It is my pleasure to have you on, and I'm excited for the show. So we like to hop right in and just, if you could start with telling us a little bit about yourself and what you like to do for fun. Um, well, uh, myself, my, as you said, my name is Dana Olivo. I'm a business growth strategist. Um, unlike typical stra- strategist, I am what we call a sequencing strategist. Uh, I work primarily with small solo entrepreneurs or micro businesses, which primarily are businesses that are 10 employees or less. Uh, they're in the growth stages or just starting out. And um, that's where my heart is. I have had two failed businesses before and learned a lot of lessons before I went back to school and got my degree and realized what I didn't know, I didn't know about starting a business. (laughs) So I am out there now on a mission to uh, lower the, the number of small businesses that are failing every year. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so it's funny. We actually had a guy on the podcast who has a very, very similar goal. Like just yesterday, his episode hasn't been posted yet. We just recorded it. I guess my, uh-huh. my question to you is um, what are some of the things that you do? You don't have to go real in depth, but just kind of an overview of what you do to make sure businesses aren't failing. Well, you know, My belief is that the reason these businesses are failing are not because of what's reported in the, you know, in the data and the facts and everything such as, you know, um, uh, lack of funding, lack of leadership, things like that. Okay. It's my belief that education is what is needed out there because they're all, most of the small solo entrepreneurs and small businesses out there that have grown or developed or started are, they have a good product or service, but they don't know how to build that infrastructure around that product or service. And so what I do is I bring the education because I believe if they have the education, they can maneuver the different roadblocks they're going to run into, such as lack of funding, uh, you know, building a, a successful team, things like that. So what we do is We bring that education, the resources that they need to learn what they need, that they don't know they don't know. And we bring that accountability factor that ensures that they stay on track. Now, prior to COVID, I did this one-on-one through seminars and, and, you know, things like that. But once COVID hit, a lot of my one-on-one and in-person events stopped. So what I did was I took the next 20 months or so and developed an e-learning environment called marketatomy.academy that is focused primarily on those micro businesses. So they can go in and take the courses, 
what they need to learn. Uh, it's sequentially set up. It's, it's designed with the micro business owner in mind who does not, who do not understand business and do not understand marketing and the different aspects that make up a successful infrastructure. Yeah, so yeah we, for sure. And so the yeah. education is typically around like, the marketing and infrastructure side of the small business, you educate them on that, you feel like they'll be equipped to go out and succeed. Right, we, we focus not only on the marketing side because um, I, my tagline is I'm the business birthing specialist, okay? And with that, um, I tell my customers that without customers, there is no business. It's like being pregnant without a way to deliver, okay? You're already for those customers to come in, but they're not coming. And that's because you have not done what needed to be done. And in order to bring those customers through the door and turn them into raving fans, you need to, to meet their expectations completely along the way. So it's more than just marketing and sales. It includes operations. It includes you know, uh, your, your um, production capabilities. It includes quality and, and quality control and service and your processes and your systems. So we look at the holistic approach to the infrastructure that brings those customers through the door and keeps them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I love that. I think a lot of that is a very valuable thing for a lot of small business owners who are just jumping in blind. So right, right. And, and you know, by, you know, by jumping in blind, um, the, the academy, what we do is the entire academy uh, focuses on five growth phases. And those phases, they start with the see it phase. That's your napkin phase. That's where you, you have the idea for your business. You think you want to, you know, um, you have this business, you know, build this business on your idea or the product or service that you are really good at. Then you move into what we call the prove it phase. The prove it phase is where you go out to the market or you, you, you do what needs to be done to make sure that people are gonna be willing to pay the price that you need in order to make this business successful, that they even want it. Because the next phase you move into is the build it phase. This is your business model phase. This is the phase where you start bringing in revenue. You don't want to get into the, the uh, build it phase if you've got a product or service that people don't want because you're, you're just wasting money. So what we want to do is we want to carry you sequentially through the process of growth. Once you've built that business model and you're making revenue, more than likely what you're going to be looking at is you want to, okay, grow my business. Well, in order to grow your business, you're going to need more money. Then we move into the fourth phase, which is the funded phase. And from the funded phase, what we're doing is we're already at the point where we're determining what's it going to cost to grow my business even further, which is the fifth phase, the grow it phase. So by the time you get to the grow it phase, you know what it's going to cost to take your business exponentially. Is it materials? Is it staff? Is it combination? You know, is it more office space? All of that will be determined during the fourth phase, which is the funding phase, and how you position yourself to get that money, either through um, um, angel investors, 
venture capitalists, equity funding through banks, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, tell us a little bit more about your motivation for it. So I know you said you like failed in two small businesses. You went back and want to decrease the number that fail. But if you could just talk a little bit more about that. Well, you know, because of the fact um, that I failed in business twice before, I learned a lot. And I had the option of going back to school to um, get my degrees. I got two degrees, one in business marketing and one in, um, in MIS, which is database design architecture. Now, by doing that, like I said, I realized what I didn't know, I didn't know about running a business. And then um, after I was laid off from, I spent 35 years in the architectural engineering construction market, doing strategic planning, marketing, business development. And when I was laid off during the peak of the recession in 2009, I took myself into Brazil because Brazil was the only country coming out of the recession quicker than anybody. And that's because they were a cash country. Now, as a strategist, I'm always looking for those opportunities out in front of me or in front of whoever I'm working for. Brazil had just won both the FIFA Games and the Summer Olympic Games Awards. So my experience in the architectural engineering construction market allowed me to understand what was getting ready to break free. So I took myself into Brazil to create inroads for companies here in the US that were having to shut their doors, let off their staff, you know, things like that during the recession to create relationships with Brazilian companies in preparation for the games. Okay. But when I got back, um, I had, uh, when Brazil started reaching its recession and I got back to the U.S., um, I had a lot of these small businesses coming to me saying, I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. They knew I was a strategist. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. I'm bleeding money. You know, I'm bleeding money. I can't seem to, you know, make a, a, a stand, a position within this industry. Well, in the process of working with them, I realized they didn't know what they didn't know about growing a business. And then the more research I found out and everything, I realized that a good 82% of these small businesses failed within the first two years. And they were robbing their 401ks and they were robbing the equity in their homes and things like that, paying and pumping money into a business that they really had no experience doing. And that's why we have set this academy up sequentially so that they can get the information and the structure that they need so that they're not bleeding money like this. And so my heart is with solo micro entrepreneurs because there is no help out there for them. Even the SBA or the SBDC or anything like that they don't necessarily help businesses until they're in the second stage, which is generally 500,000 a year in gross income. Well, those aren't the businesses that are failing. The ones, the ones that are failing are your micro businesses, either startup, they haven't quite met even 100,000 in annual revenue. And those are the ones that need the help. Yeah. My no. goal, yeah, my goal is to get in front of the federal government, ultimately, 
and create a program for micro businesses that if they show that they've gone through the education process, by the time they get their business license, that they can qualify for incentives out of the government. Incentives that will help them grow their business. I love that. You know, that's actually a great transition into our next part of the podcast about your dreams and goals. So your overarching arching goal for Market Atomy Academy is to like get it in front of the federal government and have it be something that micro businesses go through to qualify for that funding and support. Right, right. right. It's what you call a BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you know what that entails or what that takes? Well, uh, first of all, it takes um, really creating a brand for Market Atomy Academy out there in the small micro business market. I want to first create position Market Atomy Academy as the resource for small micro businesses. Um, the pricing on subscriptions is extremely reasonable because we understand what micro businesses go through. Um, so it's easy to get involved in, in Market Atomy Academy. I also have a team of strategic partners that also have the, the same heart that I do for micro businesses. And so those resource partners, those affiliate partners bring the resources that they're going to need to, you know, to grow their business. And these have all been vetted by me. These are companies that I know. These are people that I know. I know that what they provide, you know, is on the up and up. You know, these are people that they can trust. And so that is the first stage, okay? The next stage is to start incorporating Market Atomy Academy at that, that public level, you know, either the, the, the city, state, county, you know, that type deal, and then ultimately the federal. Getting that team behind me that can, then, that can lobby for Market Atomy Academy to get this in place. And I've already started that process. I am working with a company or an association out of the federal government, which is, um, it's called the U.S. Association of Federal No-Bid Contracts. And this is an association that provides the education and the knowledge that's needed, prepare small businesses that want to go after federal contracts in a no-bid situation. So you can be a startup with no revenue and still be able to land a contract through the government. The biggest hurdle is becoming qualified in the sense of having that infrastructure in place to service the contract, which is why we are partnering, the association and Market Atomy, we're partnering to bring that education to them. Yeah. Through these yeah. small businesses. That's yeah. awesome. So it doesn't seem as far away as I may have thought two minutes ago. Yeah, no, it did. <laughs> this just came about within the last month. This gotcha. just came about within, things are changing so fast because of COVID. You know, we are really, COVID as much as it has hurt and shut down a lot of small businesses, it's also opened it up. We've had an uh, over a 80% increase in new business license applications because with the COVID issue and corporations requiring shots that a lot of people don't want to take, you know, 
they just assume, you know, uh, you know, quit and go out and start their own business or, you know, go virtual or something like that, you know, we want to make sure that they have that leg up in order to start out on the right foot. So all of those um, displaced workers and those, those individuals who uh, refused to buckle down to the government's mandate for these COVID shots, they're not left out there. There's a lot of military out there that are going through this right now because the military is now um, designated that they have to get this shot. And there's a lot of them out there that, that don't want it. They don't want to take the chance. You know, not when there's other options out there that are safer. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, you know, for sure. You know, so. so anyway, that's uh, that's the ultimate dream. We are on our way there. I'm always looking for additional strategic partners who can provide the services that these small businesses, these small micro businesses need as they're growing their business. You know, everything from website design to HR to you know, putting together their employee packages or their succession plans or, you know, helping them with processes and, and systems, you know, things like that. So we're always looking for that to come in. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I love that. You're, you're just uh, answering the questions before I ask them. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That always happens to me on my podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's great. I love it. And so would you say those are like, the couple of people that you can meet right now that would help you take the next step, those additional strategic partners and also just small micro business owners? Well, strategic partners, but more than anything, what I am looking for is um, individuals who are directly tied to um, those micro business owners. This could be regional banks, you know, community banks. Uh, they've got the small business owners coming in to get their bank accounts, you know, things like that. These are all what Market Academy brings to these individuals or these corporations is a value added for their clients. Okay. These small businesses, by getting this education, ensures that these businesses are going to be able to succeed and grow, which is what the banks want. Oh. <clears throat> I'm also looking to you know, possibly partner with SBA and SBDC to fill that gap that they're not able to, you know, fulfill right now. Um, you know, uh, those are- Explain those um, acronyms real quick. I don't know. Uh, Small Business Association and the Small Business uh, Development Center. Gotcha. Okay. Um, those are the, the two. And then there's also associations. There's Associated Builders and Contractors where all your, um, your, subcontractors and your commute, your construction management firms are generally members of. And there's a lot of those subcontractors or whatever that are struggling out there. Yep. You know, you've got um, different associations. You've got um, of professionals, you've got architects, you've got engineers, any of these associations that have some of these micro businesses as members, I would love to be able to partner with to offer the academy and some of those courses, ultimately, we will be getting certified, you know, so that they can get professional um, uh, continuing education courses. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. And so I guess 
to kind of rewind a little bit. Um, uh-huh. I know you talked about Brazil and yep. you kind of went there after you got, after the crash, like made you lose your job. Right. Right. And so I guess my question is, do you, would you consider that the first step towards your dreams of Market Atomy Academy or what was your first step? My first step was when I got back. Okay. When I got back and I had those companies coming to me, um, when I was down in Brazil, um, I went under the original name of the company, which was Davna, the A-V-N-A. Okay. From there, when I got back and working with these small businesses um, that were coming to me, we came up with what we called the Marketatomy concept. That was my way of explaining to these new business owners, these struggling business owners, the infrastructure of a successful business. And so the market atomy concept is built around the human body, all right? And what it involves is in the human body, you've got the heart. The heart is your passion. It's love. It's why you, it's who you are, why you do what you do, okay? Well, the same thing in business. In business, the heart of the business is your why. Why do you do what you do for your customers? What is your what is your passion? Well, in the human body, you've got the brain. The brain sends the signals to the, to the heart so that it keeps pumping, okay? But at the same time, the heart has to pump blood to the brain, yep. right? Well, in business, the brain is your playbook. It's your systems. It's your processes. It's your product and service offerings. It's everything that you need on how you run your business. It's how you run your business. Your heart is why you do what you do, okay? In the human body, can the heart operate without the brain? No, no, and vice versa. Well, in business, the heart and the brain have to work together to push your message, your marketing message out through the veins, which is which are the marketing channels all right, to the body, which is your market, your target market. But you are the soul of the business. It's your passion. It's your culture that runs through the business and attracts those customers. But without having that entire process in place, it's difficult to bring customers through your door. And that's what, that's how I explained it to them, you know. So, in answer to your question, it wasn't until I got back from Brazil and started working with these companies that uh, Market Atomy came about. We rebranded in 2015 to marketatomy.academy. Gotcha, or gotcha. To Marketatomy, yeah. I love yeah. specifically how it, there was like a problem and you solved it, which is at the core of a lot of entrepreneurial journeys. That's, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. You have to understand what the problem and the solution is, but you also are constantly learning. Yes. And so I guess my question to you, to speak to that constantly learning aspect of it, like obviously the entrepreneurial journey isn't just all up. Like there are some downs, there are some emotions. Oh, there are. Yes. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that and how you continue to take steps despite that. Well, I mean, a perfect example is COVID. (laughs) I pivoted, you know, completely on, you know, COVID. I had always wanted to start an e-learning environment. It just happened sooner than what I had planned, okay? So that is a perfect example. Um, 
you, you're always going to go through those hurdles and you have to have the mentality and the desire to not only break through those hurdles, but also to understand how to mitigate them happening again. All right. So what I um, tell my clients all the time is the first thing you've got to do is understand where are your weaknesses? Where are your strengths? And how can you improve those weaknesses? All right. Is it through strategic partnering? Is it through hiring somebody? Is it by, you know, there's so many ways that you can mitigate and turn those weaknesses around, which is what we're trying to do. At the same time, you have to always keep your eye on your market. You have to always be able to identify where the opportunities are that you can take advantage of, all right? And where the threats are that might, just like COVID or just like the recession, you have to keep your eye on the market. You know, opportunities is a perfect example, okay? Like I said, I didn't plan on this e-learning environment this early. Okay, what happened was, um, it was, I like to call it a God thing, okay, because things are put in your path that if you don't take advantage of them, you're going to miss out, okay, this was put in my path, COVID turned around and really put me in a position to where an e-learning environment is the best business to be in right now, post-COVID or through COVID, okay? Um, because people are not getting out there and they still wanna learn. They still wanna be able to do what they need to do, you know, especially now with as many new business licenses that have been applied for, you know? So this is the perfect market opportunity for me with Marketatomy Academy. Yeah, yeah, no. That makes sense? Oh, that makes perfect sense. I love that. I love the- uh... yeah. The emphasis on that mentality and desire, something else that I noticed you talking about a lot was like, you asked the question, how can you turn those weaknesses around? And then you mentioned um, like strategic partners or can you hire people? Right. Can you talk about right. the importance of utilizing other people and their resources, even if you're a solo uh, business owner or micro business? Oh, owner? definitely, definitely. Um, one of the things that we do on a every annual basis with a lot of people is we have a series. It's a annual planning series, 12 month. Okay, right now I'm getting ready to launch the, the 2022 um, annual planning series. It's, it's a virtual series that we do, that we carry small businesses through the actual planning process. Okay, um, but one of the aspects that we build into the annual planning is the strategic partnering. There's six areas that we focus on in uh, strategic planning, and this is why it's so important. First, we focus on revenue growth. What is your anticipated revenue growth for the next 12 months? And we always start with revenue because that's what every business is in business for. Every person is in business for, is for revenue. So we work with them to identify what their revenue is going to be, what their annual revenue streams are going to be, okay? Whether they're going to introduce new product growth, okay? New products, expanded products, you know, all of that. We also talk about um, operational growth, okay? What are you going to need to do operationally that's going to support the product growth, the annual growth, 
you know, revenue growth, et cetera. We look at market growth. We look at customer growth. And we look at strategic partnering. Okay. And the reason I say strategic partnering is as a solo entrepreneur, we're not in the position most of the time to hire people. And that's one of the things. The other thing is we're sometimes not in the position to geographically expand or to offer complementary products. Okay. So by strategically partnering with companies that may offer a, uh, a product or service that supports what we offer, or they have a larger geographic area, which is going to immediately start positioning you in a wider geographic area. Scaling comes in one of three ways or more, okay? Scaling of your business can come through revenue, which means um, you increase your prices, increase your profit margins, stuff like that, okay? It can come through geographic experience uh, expansion, which is you expand your market so that you can take on more clients or whatever. And then it also expands through processes and procedures. And what that feeds back into is your revenue by Im implementing these processes and procedures, all right? What you're doing is you're increasing your profit margin because there's not as much hard labor involved, et cetera. So by strategically partnering with a company who may be able to bring those things and partner with you, so that you can take advantage of the, the strengths that they have and they can take advantage of the strengths that you bring. That's why you want to partner. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually 22 and getting into the entrepreneurial side of things, you know, trying to up a daily podcast, trying to do real estate stuff, that strategic partnering was like, it just let me do stuff that I like, I was just stuck before. So. Well, and that's the, other, that's the other thing to take into consideration, okay? We as entrepreneurs go into business for one purpose. Either we do or, sell, you know, we do something that is, um, that we love to do, okay? Whether it's real estate, whether it's carpentry, whether it's, you know, um, uh, providing educational programs, you know, we do things that we enjoy doing. And then there are things, there are hats that most entrepreneurs have to wear that they really hate. And that's another reason why you might strategically partner, okay? Partner with somebody, you know, to help with your books, your, your accounting, you know, those kind of things. At the same time, what you could be doing is you may service a market that they could use this accountant's help. You know, so that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a, a, an affiliate partnership yeah yeah no i love that i love that it's so important guys mm. rewind that listen to it again rewind it listen to it again because it is very important um so i guess my next question for you is what are the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you grow market Atomy academy um again like i said if they have individuals who um, are my primary market, like I said, 10 employees or less, generally under 500,000. We go up to 3 million because technology companies generally bring in more, but they are harder to grow, okay? Um, but if you service those individuals and you see a value in what Marketatomy Academy can bring to your clients, 
I invite you to go to Market Academy Academy and join our partnership program, which is under resources, okay? Uh, we have two partner programs. One is an affiliate partner. And what the affiliate partner does is they help contribute to the educational content within Market Academy Academy. And we, it's almost like a, um, a, a lead generator for them, okay? Um, and then we have other things that we throw in. The other partnership is strictly a partner, a referral partner program, whereas anybody that's referred to Marketatomy from you, you know, there's a straight commission that's paid, okay? Um, like I said, that can be found under resources under marketatomy.academy. Awesome. The other thing, yeah. And then the other thing is um, I'm also a public speaker. And I would love to get out in front of these early stage businesses to just like we're doing here on the podcast to talk about what they can do to grow their businesses. Like I said, I've got a lot of lessons learned. I love delving it out to these small businesses, help them, you know, uh, start to see the light at the end of the tunnel, that type deal. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds great. Um, so now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And so okay. this is um, less about your business and just more about you and kind of the person you are to like make this business run. And so I like to learn about how you're taking in information, how you care for yourself and what action you're doing to execute. So my first question is, what's your favorite book, movie or podcast? Pick one. Okay, well, my favorite book, I will take that because I live and die by this book is Simon Sinek's begin with why such a good book <laughs> i live and die by that book because that is the driving motivator behind micro businesses okay and micro business owners are still tied into their passion okay as they grow older they lose that passion sometime in turn for the operations and, you know, and the money and, and stuff like that. If we can hold, Jeff Bezos is a perfect example, okay? When you, Jeff Bezos always says, that he always lives by the, the dream that he's small, even though he's huge. He lives by a, uh, a small business mentality. He says, the minute we move out of that small business mentality is when we'll die. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, that's one. <laughs> awesome. I love it. No, I like that book a yes. lot. Um, what is one way you like to care for yourself? Uh, oh gosh. One way? Just one? <laughs> you can list two or three. <laughs> um, I love to read. I will spend hours reading and they aren't books that are um, necessarily business. Sometimes they are business oriented, but sometimes I just want to get away, you know, and so I'll read uh, with fiction books, you know, that type deal, yep. things that are um, uh, just fantasy, because it gets you out of your mindset. <coughs> the other thing I like to do is um, uh, spend time with my grandkids. And I make a point, this is one thing I want to point out to small business owners, you need to have set business hours. Okay, even if those business hours might not start till noon and go until eight o'clock at night. Okay, you need to set those business hours. So therefore, if you're working from the home, make sure you have a dedicated space with a door. 
okay? And once you close that door, you're either working or you're not working, okay? So I make a point, my granddaughter, my youngest granddaughter comes over every Saturday and she'll be three November 12th. Yep. And you can imagine the handful she is just alone. But being able to, I, being able to spend time with her every Saturday, you know, I can't be involved in business. I can't do it. So I work around it, you know. And there yeah. are days when on, on the weekend, I'll work on Sundays, but I have take a day during the week. I make a point of taking care of myself. I go get my hair done. I get my manicures done, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I've got a sister who lives in Daytona. We go and spend the weekend together. So that's, that's basically it. I make a point of getting out of the office. I love it. I love it. I think that's yeah. so important because, you know, a big part of success in general, but business and everything is consistency. And if you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to be really hard to be consistent and really easy to burn out. So. Right. And that's another thing that needs to be brought up. Okay. If as a small business owner, if you don't have a coach, I highly recommend you get a coach because you need somebody you can vent to other than your spouse or your children, you know, uh, or even your, your uh, employees, because there is something that, that goes with that. I'm sorry, they're, they're mowing. So I want to make sure that you're not getting that on your, you know, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I think I was hearing it a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> Uh, you muted yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's it. You know, as far as uh, taking care of yourself, you know, just it's more than just the physical; it's the mental. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. So, what is one action step you can take right now, or continue to take, to get to your um, dream? I guess of growing Market Academy Academy, and let's focus on those strategic partnerships. What can you do to meet more of those small regional banks and more of those people who are connected to small business owners? Well, it's, it's actually going on right now. We are in the process of doing a go-to-market strategy, okay? And um, for, for Market Academy Academy, I've been developing it. It was completed about May, you know, that type deal. We're now going into a Market Academy, Academy go-to-market strategy, okay? Now, as a business owner of my own business, I can't be my own strategist. That's one thing you need to learn, okay? I may be a good strategist, but being my own strategist is not what. So I have a relationship with an organization called C-Suite Network. And they, that is my educational platform. That's how I get fed constantly. And what they have is they have an entire program that is helping me go to market, okay? They've got an extensive reach. My podcast is currently on their, in, you know, located within their radio and TV division. So they're helping me grow my podcast that way. Uh, coming up this Wednesday on the 20th, I happen to be a guest on what's called Rock the Virtual Stage which is done by C-Suite, goes out to thousands of people, you know. Um, and then beginning in November, we are pushing the annual growth planning strategy that I do, which is about a seven or eight hour virtual process that we'll go through. We'll do it in three different sections. 
what we do is we go from the macro level, which is very high level strategic planning, move it down to the meso level, which is your objectives, your milestones and your budget. And then we move into the micro level, which is your tactical elements. How are you going to carry that out? Okay. What they're doing is they have three programs, two programs that that I'm going to be part of. Okay. Um, one is called the executive something. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is a, this is a program where they, uh, it's a, it's, they're both webinar based. Okay. Whereas I will be putting on a, a mini program or whatever to lead them to uh, funnel them into the three phased program. At the same time, we are doing what's called the five day challenge where we have five days and for five days, I will be kind of leading people through minor elements of the growth strategy, but leading them into the three phased program. Okay. So this is all part of the go-to-market strategy. At the same time, I've hired a strategist. Okay. Yeah. And this strategist is working on the overall go-to-market strategy for Market Academy Academy, working with me. So not only am I planning the overall go-to-market strategy for the Academy, but I'm also promoting one of the courses that we offer through the Academy, which is the growth marketing, uh, the growth strategy plan. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, so is a there lot of, a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I can tell. Got a lot of, um, yeah. What is it coals in the fire? I don't know the saying. That's a balls in the balls in the air. That's what it is. So <laughs> there we go. Um, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Um, yeah, no, uh, anybody who might be listening or whatever, if you go to market Avenue Academy, we have um, regular free webinars, free informational webinars that a lot of our um, uh, strategic partners, as well as myself and things like that. Um, we've got uh, a couple of them coming up um, that, are, that are really going to be exciting. But if you go into the Market Academy, Academy and look under events, all right, you'll be able to get a list of all of the um, the webinars. We've got a calendar there that you can, there's also a calendar link. You'll see a little calendar on the right side of the website. So we have a lot of free webinars that we do. At the same time, they can join us on chargedupstudio.live, which is our weekly podcast. We, it comes out every Tuesday at 9 a.m. And the same thing, we've got our, our strategic partners and specialists that come on there talking about uh, giving advice and information on different aspects when it comes to small micro businesses. Awesome. That sounds great. And all of that will be in the show notes. So if you were listening to this podcast and you liked anything Dana had to say, feel free to reach out to her. Feel free to go to Market Academy Academy and go access the free content that they're putting out because they're putting it out there for you. And it's important yes. to take advantage of that stuff. So on that note, Dana, thank you so much for being on the show. And oh, thank you, Timothy. It was, it was fun. Yeah, no, I love it. It's always a great yep. time. And so if you're listening to the show, reach out to Dana. Also, go to Apple, like, subscribe, and go ahead and send it to one of your friends who you think maybe a, a small micro business owner or maybe one of those strategic partners 
that can uh, benefit from this episode. Alrighty. I hope y'all have a great rest of your day. We're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.